Welcome back to a show, and I'm super excited for this episode because it's another episode. This one's going to be a little different for the fact that I actually don't have a guest scheduled, and the past couple episodes that I recorded and uh, got guests on, the audio just wasn't fully up to what the quality I would like to present to you, and also the, the person that was on as a guest was not happy with that audio. So today, we're going to talk about making goals and making plans around your financial situation that you want. While investing is something I enjoy talking about, there's something before you can get to that step that you really need to not just accomplish and figure out, but plan for. So to start, you need to know what you want. So when it comes to saving money and being financially free, yes, investing is part of that, but in order to make an investment, you need money. In order to have money, you need to not spend it all or make some in excess of what you do spend. So the first thing is the goal. Now, you can plan how you wish. I found short-term goals are a little bit more realistic while you can have a long-term goal. Let's say you have a long-term goal of, I want $5 million by the time I'm 50 and you're 25 years old now. Great, but when you're in the thick of it, at age 26, first, you'll give yourself an out because you're like, well, I got 25 more years to get to that goal. And second, it's just something you really can't wrap your head around if you're on track. So I found short-term goals are much more valuable to, to set. Now, you can work backwards. Hey, if you want 5 million, how much based on what you make today would you need to save to get to $5 million? You can work backwards. There's a lot of people that do that, and that is a very strategic way to ensure you hit your goal. It is simple, and then every year you say, I need to save X amount of dollars in order to hit my $5 million by 50. I always recommend if you do do any type of calculating of, hey, well, I'll save this, but I'll also invest this money and I project it will be X amount in the future. Always underestimate. It's okay if you end up with $6 million, but you know it'll stink if you overestimated all your numbers and now you end up with four, or that's not even that bad, two, let's say if you thought everything would go smooth and dandy. So if you're doing projections that far out, definitely underestimate. So like I said, first, what's your goal? Personally for me, I mean, for a 30 year old goal or by 30 my ideal state would be I want to own my first property now I used to do excel spreadsheets to budget and lately because of just the money in money out scenario I've been pretty consistent with the amount of savings I want to do for example I set aside a certain percentage every month that I put away no matter what happens I take it out of my paycheck and I put it towards long-term investing. So, like I said, once you have a goal, then you work backwards and figure out the plan. As far as a plan, when it comes to investing, there's a lot of ways to do it. But when it comes to making sure you have the money to invest, it's simple addition and subtraction. And that's why I like to talk about this stuff because I feel like sometimes when you look at this world of finance, it can be or seem complicated. It all starts with savings and financially budgeting or plans, whatever word you like to use there. But 
You can't invest any money if you don't save it. So money coming in, money going out equals what's left over. Now, personally, I'm not really um, too well versed on multiple streams of income. So your money in for this scenario will be pretty steady. We'll say we know what you're going to be making this year. And obviously, this year has been a tragedy for a lot of people. So it might be even difficult to make it for this year. But this year is a good chance to reset your budget. What money do you know is coming in? I do it by a paycheck to paycheck to make it easier. If you want to do month to month, that's easy too. But figure out what money you have coming in and then determine what your expenses are. It'll be different for everybody. To kind of just break down the major areas where I see consistent pitfalls when it comes to, hey, like that could be a major pitfall when it comes to savings, that bottom line that you want to eventually increase. Now, there's one thing that I focus on called fixed costs. Now, fixed costs are things that are insurance, your rent or your house mortgage, things like that car payments, those things we can't change too much on a day-to-day, but the the decision to add those on are crucial. If you extend yourself too far and you buy a nice car and you maybe should have bought a modest car and now you have that payment for the next 36 months, you've now limited yourself. You're going to be having to pay that regardless of the money coming in. So that's a huge area that you can really make or break your your bottom line. The other bucket is for week-to-week activities like food, like the essentials, but stuff that's not as stable. This is more in between fixed and non-fixed spending. This is something where you can find and people a lot of people focus on saving money. Saving money when it comes to, hey, going to stores of coupons, buying stuff maybe on discount or waiting for them to be at discounted. Stuff like that is a good area. And I feel like on average, most people do pretty well there. Now, the miscellaneous is where, or the last bucket that's completely non-fixed. Something that's totally dependent on you and, and it happens on a whim usually. You go to a golf tournament. You go out to dinner after the golf tournament. You've now spent $150 in a Saturday and normally you spend 20 You did not account for that and you didn't plan for it. Now, for some people, that could not affect them at all. For others, that could put them severely behind. All three of those things, all three of those buckets can really impact you negatively or very positively as far as your overall financial outcome. I found I even struggle from time to time and the best way to solve that is to take the money out of my hands. What do I mean? Miscellaneous, that stuff, like I said, can happen at a whim. And you I'm not saying it's emotional, but it's a more emotionally driven, right? It's on a day-to-day. It can change. And there's a lot of variables. But I've found if I get a paycheck and I take that money out of my hands and I know I have a car payment coming up and I know I need to buy food for dinner and for the rest of the week, I don't go out to the bar and spend $150 because I don't have it. 
But if I leave the money in there, meaning I get paid $1,000, let's say, and I leave all 1000 in there, I got 300 for car payments, $100 for food that week or two weeks, and then I just got $600 left. <laughs> I will see that money and put it to work and probably spend it. But if I take, let's say, $400 out, put it in savings in a different bank account, or put it right in my Roth IRA or in my TD Ameritrade account, my money market account, it's now been removed from my eyesight, my, my cookie jar, so to speak. So I won't go be reaching in and grabbing it. That's the best way to plan. As soon as you get the money, you pay yourself first. Pay your future self. Take care of yourself. And the way you can do that is by planning. When I was a waiter, I would get paid in cash. And I spent almost all that money. Well, let me rephrase. I spent a lot of that money. And the reason is it was in cash. It was in my hand. And I couldn't get it to the bank fast enough. So I bought stuff. I'm like, I got the money. I can afford a $200 night on the town. Well, yeah, I could. But... That would have been useful in other areas. Or, hey, why couldn't I just had a $50 night in the town? I've found I've never really needed money to have fun. And whatever money I did have, I just knew how to make it work. But if you give me $600, i will figure out how to make it work for sure. If you give me $50, i will plan accordingly and still have fun. Now, if I have no money, different. there's a big difference. When you have zero, there's... A, there's there's just something that happens with nothing. You can't. It's hard to multiply and do anything with nothing, but a little something can go a long way. And sometimes I had more fun with the $50 night than I did with the $200 or $300 night. When you're looking at this, let's say, equation, it'll be money in, money out, and what's left. The past few minutes, we just talked about money out. You can totally increase your money in and that will drastically change that bottom line of what's left. When it comes to what's left, that's what we usually talk about on a regular podcast. Where to put it, how to invest it, which is more complicated. But to get to that number, it is simple addition and subtraction. Now I'm going to say all that with like a, a safety net to say, hey, in no way am I telling anybody if you can't figure that out, you're doing something wrong. I struggle at times with that too. And I have for maybe months at end. And what helped me is making that Excel sheet. It really wasn't too much. Like I said, I'm happy to share it with anybody that reaches out. It is, like I said, a simple subtraction equation. There's a gentleman I watch on YouTube who mentions something that's pretty interesting. He says, when you get a paycheck, we all know the government takes their cut first, right? It's because they don't trust us to pay them later. Now, that's what this gentleman says, but it made sense. He said, hey, they take the money out before you even get it. They take it out of your own hands. If you do that same thing for you, you'll protect yourself from yourself. So when you get a paycheck, first the government takes their cut, but then you should take your own cut. Pay yourself, pay your future self. Pay yourself to achieve those goals that you set for yourself or those dreams you want to achieve one day. And then whatever's left over, you can figure out how to, to spend and, and 
fill up those buckets as far as the miscellaneous, the in-between miscellaneous and fixed, and the fixed. No one ever taught us how to spend money, and we're all really good at it. Now it's time to figure out how to actually save money. And that takes discipline, but mostly a plan. We've all achieved greatness in our life at one point or another. But it all came with a little bit of hard work, but towards a goal. So first, I found create the goal, make the plan, execute. Don't worry if you fail. Just get back to the plan, readjust if needed, go back to executing. Make the goal realistic and short-term and make the plan simple. It's hard to execute a complicated plan. That's why I did money in, money out equals what's left over. The second I made that equation more complicated is when I stopped being able to execute on it. Thank you for listening. I really look forward to doing more guest appearances and that will be coming back soon, but please provide some feedback on how I delivered this message, what you want to hear more of, or you're like, what I want to hear less of. So as always, the discussion in today's podcast is my personal opinion. I may have interest in things I talk about, but I don't endorse anyone to, to do anything that they hear on this podcast. This podcast is for information purposes only and not the purpose of providing specific financial advice. You may want to go seek out a financial professional to obtain financial advice. Thanks, guys. As always, check out my Instagram. Starting to make a work on my YouTube a little bit too, but share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Give me feedback so I can continue to improve it. I don't plan to go away anytime soon, so I look forward to connecting with you. And if you have a guest you want me to get on this podcast, DM them or DM me and I'll make it happen. And if I can make it happen, I'll get your help to make it happen. Just kidding. But um, I'm confident that this is a platform that I continue I want to continue to work through and I enjoy this medium very much. Thank you. Have a great week and I'll talk to you next time.